My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 109 and the fourth day of Halloween. Halloween! Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In this episode, we are going to be discussing the 2009... Did I get that right? I think it's 2009. Yes! Yes! 2009 film, (laughs) Drag Me to Hell. By Sam Raimi and Ivan or Yvonne. I have a friend named Yvonne, and ever since then, Ivan has fucked me up. Like, I can't say that anymore, (laughs) Raimi. And, you know, this movie was on my list pretty much since 2009, and I never watched it. And... So this is your first time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was my first time watching it was for this review, and also in tandem with the 2000... No. Yeah, yeah. 2000s. And you know the best ofs or whatever mm-hmm. and so i knew that this was on like everybody's list and <laughs> yeah it is it's everywhere i know and i just i don't know why i've been clowning on this movie for years years and for no reason <laughs> no other than like two scenes that i kept seeing everywhere that i thought the cgi looked awful on just terrible but i didn't know anything about this movie other than like the one scene where she actually gets like there's like a drug to hell scene mm-hmm. i just thought it like the end yeah, yeah yeah i just thought it looked so fucking bad and i was like that has got to be just a garbage ass film but it's on like every best of list people adore it and i was like are y'all just have terrible opinions right? across the board it's up there with movies like the shining like perfection horror that's crazy i just assumed it's because this everyone sucks sam raimi's dick that's what i just thought (laughs) like i just assumed because sam raimi was associated with this film that everyone was like oh sam raimi and i was like i don't even like evil dead that much so like i don't really care not to shit on evil dead we've already talked the evil dead i've already talked about that i think it's fine and i totally understand but it's just not my thing and so you know i but you know we'll see i i am so interested now had you seen this movie or i had seen it so i noticed a lot of horror after i graduated from high school i have seen but don't remember as well just because, you know, life is going on. But I had seen this because this came out in 2009. I graduated in 2008, so I was watching it. But honestly, it's one of those where I forgot a lot about it. And I hate to say it so soon, but I'll probably forget a lot about it again. Just saying. <laughs> you know, I honestly, when I was watching this film, I I did enjoy a lot of it. So I was surprised, but also had no backing on why I didn't like this film beforehand. I judged it completely inappropriately with no reason to. So the fact that I judged this movie before watching it had no basis so just right (laughs) off the bat there was no reason for me to not want to watch this movie other than it looked cheesy from the one scene that I had seen Mm -hmm. now was there some CGI that I actually laughed at yes but it was too well it was 2009 though And, and the thing is like there were just some things that would I, with no experience and no professionalism, have done differently? Yes. But <laughs> I will get there when I get there. A positive right off the bat. Justin Long. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I don't know if it's just because... I don't know what my deal is with him. I don't even particularly love him or think about him when I'm not watching a movie with him in it. 
But when I see him, I'm like, oh, I like him. <laughs> right. I just love Justin Long. He just makes me feel more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea if he's ever had a scandal, but I'm just like hoping right. he's a good guy. If somebody's going to email us and be like, so like Justin Long is a terrible <sighs> person. I'm going to be like, oh, man. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. But, you know. I like him and he's a professor in this, which nice. And <laughs> he is dating. I think her name is Christine, mm-hmm. Christine. And she is an ex fat farm girl. Yes. Same. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. We're still fat. It's okay. And we never had a farm. So just the one, but no ex. Just, just the one. But anyways, so we are a banker now and we are trying to get an assistant manager's position and right off the bat you can tell she is fighting for this fighting against some a little bit of sexism you know in her industry there's this new guy and his name is Stu and he's an asshole and her boss is you know she's just She's trying to make it with what she's got and she's doing a pretty good job. You know, her life is looking up. She's got a professor boyfriend. She's about to get this assistant manager's position. She lives in a super amazing house all by herself. Yeah, super adorable. I, like that is the one thing I'm like, there's no way you could afford that. I guess maybe back in 2009. And I don't know. Also, that was right after the housing market crashed and she's also a mortgage oh. broker. So, you know. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Because she lives in like a three bedroom, two bath, beautiful house all by herself. Like, mm, no way you can afford that. You never know. And also kind of depends on where she lives. Because if she was on a farm, That is also very true. And it's like in Idaho or something. Like, who fucking knows? I don't know how expensive Idaho mm-hmm. is, but. We live in Colorado, so <laughs> comparatively. So very expensive here. My three bedroom, two bathroom, 1,400 square foot house. If I, man, it hurts my soul. We've talked about this like at least a million times just privately. <laughs> it hurts my soul with the budget I had for my house. And we don't even make a shit ton of money. But I'm just saying like if I took that down to where I'm from, boy, and I got shit. Yeah. Like, no, my house is fine. It's just like, you know. It's fine. Whereas, say, maybe Texas, you could get amazing. Yeah, like some parts. Like, you know, where my my parent, my mom's from, like, the Dallas area. It wouldn't be that much bigger, but it would be, like, bigger. You know, it'd be nicer and more updated. Mm-hmm. Like, here, different, different story for a different day. But, <laughs> so she's doing pretty well. And then one day, this old woman comes in with her fucked up eye and her fucked up teeth And she is getting foreclosed on. She has gotten a mortgage extension twice and she is asking Christine for a third extension. And basically her boss is putting pressure on her to make tough decisions in order to get this assistant manager's job. And of course, because Stu, this new guy is like smoozing him with tickets to basketball games and all this bullshit, right? Yeah. Typical males bonding. Yep. And so she's going to take this opportunity to show her boss that she's got the stuff to not give this elderly woman an extension on her mortgage. Now, I don't necessarily disagree, like, with her decision, you know, because unfortunately, this is a capitalistic society. I don't agree wholeheartedly with the capitalistic society we live in. 
but they did give you two extensions already. Right. So exactly. It's not this particular woman's fault. Right. That is my biggest problem with this whole premise. I think it's really fucked up that she goes after this poor girl who didn't do anything wrong. That was policy. And actually, that was something I found in trivia, was that a lot of feminists got really pissed off because it felt like this movie was all about how in the corporate world, if you are a woman and you try to get ahead, then you are evil and you just can't. You're going to go to hell. It also left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not going to lie. Like she, but you can't have, and that's the thing, like with a lot of horror, there are a lot of male lead characters because they always put the male as like not believing in it and thinking the woman is crazy. Like think of, think of all the horror movies you've ever seen. And think about, like, if it's, like, a ghost or a possession or something, how many men are typically affected? It's not a lot. Right. It's usually women. And so this woman comes in and she denies her and says, unfortunately, we cannot do that. And she even, like, brings up her manager, you know. Like, my manager said we can't do it. Mm -hmm. And so it's not even that part that makes her curse her essentially or want to she gets down on her hands and knees and starts begging and she like jumps back because she's like pawing at her clothes you know and like I would also like let's say this happened to whatever reason somebody was doing something similar to this in my job I would also be incredibly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and I don't think she necessarily does maybe I would be a little bit less likely to like push her her away (laughs) but that's just my personality i don't think that that's necessarily wrong for someone to be like can you fucking this i just just my job man i just work here right especially because she does get really intense like two security guards have to pull her outside Mm -hmm. and she just starts saying you shamed me and i i am begging and you shamed me it's like it's not my problem you're begging right you shamed yourself you didn't pay your bills Right. And And it's really unfortunate because you see, granted, she is a gypsy, but eventually find out she dies and they all come in for her funeral. But I guarantee you, it's a big ass house. She didn't live in there by herself. You see baby clothes and shit outside. She's the only one that can provide for this fucking house. That's it. Nobody else is going to help her out. Her granddaughter probably lived there. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to help you or sell it and move to a smaller home. exactly i am not making excuses for a capitalistic society that i do not i do not believe in reagan trickle-down economics or any of that i am just saying it is not the fault of this banker and i know this is just a movie but unfortunately this is exactly the issues that we find ourselves in as service workers as retail employees as bank employees as healthcare workers these people she is basically an incredibly exaggerated Karen. Like, honestly, if right. people exactly. could curse a demon on us, I guarantee you somebody has wished me ill. Just hasn't, right. like, exactly. a demon on me yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, as an office manager and as a billing coordinator, the two of us, we're, like, literally the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are numerous times have held a phone far away from my face and still hear someone cussing at me. 100%. I get that I'm hated. A hundred percent. So, you know, it's just, like, a little triggering. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was exactly. Like, like am I going to tell someone to pay their bill and I'm going to go to hell for it? That's what I, yeah. I'm like, this could be me. Now, 
I will say that some of these scares in this film got to me. I like I actually jumped or was like, oh, that's fucking creepy. And then there were other things where I'm like, that's stupid. But mm-hmm. it, it was a kind of a mix. And I think that I've seen a couple Sam Raimi films where I'm like, you hit some things, you missed some things. Right. This is the most Sam Raimi film. Like, it feels so Sam Raimi. The quirkiness, the weird funniness, the awkwardness, the CGI, the way he does scenes and setups, it just felt so Sam Raimi the whole time. Like, there's a point where the old lady meets her in the parking garage and she's in her car and there's a huge fight that ensues and there's a point where she lunges at her to bite her but her teeth have fallen out so she gums her face that is the most sam raimi thing ever dude i gotta say like after this whole thing at the bank when the security guards escort her out she's walking to her car later and she sees the old woman's car parked in the parking garage but she doesn't see the old woman so she gets in her car ma'am where do you think she is i'm (laughs) saying she's waiting for you somewhere my first thought would be under my car Mm -hmm. or in my car Mm -hmm. i would immediately turn my ass back around and call a security guard i am not victim blaming i am just saying if you find yourself in that situation where you think somebody is waiting in a parking garage for you turn the fuck around (laughs) agreed totally not open your car door to get in and try to drive away because they probably in there waiting for you and let me tell you like some of the imagery in this I don't know why. I don't know if it was a state of mind I was in. I don't know. It's because I was waited too long to watch this fucking movie. Like it was too late and I was by myself. Some of it was creepy. And like the image, and maybe it's because one eye was super bright and that was creepy and one mm-hmm. eye was dark. But there's a shot of her in the car and then the old woman's face just kind of slowly appears in mm-hmm. the film and she's in the dark in the backseat. I was like, Ew. that is. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And then that's when you're talking. She's in her car and she's fighting her. And you don't exactly know what her purpose is. But basically, after this huge fight scene, her kicking her out of the car, breaking windows, causing like backing up and hitting the wall and driving forward and trying to propel her out the windshield. Like, this, she's a good fighter, man. Yeah, this is an intense fight scene. All she wants is a button off of her jacket or something like that but she pulls a button off of her jacket says some creepy ass shit and says soon you will be the one begging to me or some shit like that and then of course the cops come and her boyfriend comes and yeah and now we have ptsd and a demon so that's (laughs) yes jesus yes and then we now what i do also like is It's very fast. This movie picks up quickly because the demon infestation basically only lasts three days. Mm -hmm. And this is the worst kind of demon because this woman summons it and you find out, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, it's going to torment her for three days and then take her soul. So it's literally just there to scare you and take you. Yep. That is so messed up. That is my nightmare. (laughs) Just take me now. Don't scare the fuck out of me. Literally would rather any other fate i think than a demon scaring me for three days and dragging mm-hmm. me to hell oh god yeah. oh my god all of that because you didn't get your loan that's like waving a gun at somebody because they cut you off well, and in the very beginning and i forgot to mention there's this opening scene which doesn't have anything to do with this woman this boy stole a necklace 
and she did it to him. And he was like right. what, nine years old and he got drugged right. to hell. But also don't steal don't steal from gypsies. Just don't. Or like just don't do that. From anyone, but also, yeah. But yeah, like people that, you know, Bella Lugosi was a gypsy and, you know, turned somebody into a werewolf. You know, gypsies have that track record. Don't steal from them. Yeah. Or in film, they do. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's sorry. Sorry to generalize. Correct. No, no, no. It's fine. I just, you know, they uh yeah. But Dude, and also this woman, when the boy gets drugged to hell, they bring, well, they bring the boy to a medium and the, she cannot help him at this point because I think they waited too long, unfortunately. Yeah, he is like basically at the doorstep coming to get this boy. Yeah, and she says, I will see you again one day talking to the demon. So that's like just foreshadowing, but I forgot to mention that. And so... They're going home that night, cutting back to Christine and her boyfriend, and they go to a medium. Well, he's a psych. I'm sorry. He's not a medium. He's a, basically a psychic. You know, one of the ones you see the neon signs more in the window? Yeah, exactly. And Justin Long is the typical man in a horror movie. This isn't real. Don't believe him. Now... If I told my husband that I thought that someone cursed me and gave me a demon, he might be like, you also might just have some PTSD, but (laughs) whatever you need, let's, (laughs) he might look at me kind of funny, but he might be like, okay. Yeah. But you're also right. Like, what if it is just PTSD and this is what she needs? Let her go to the fucking medium. Yeah. Be like, okay, get a medium, a psychic and a therapist why can't you do all three <laughs> right everybody just get together we're gonna group through to do this thing and then like after a while if the medium there and psychic doesn't work then you still have the <laughs> therapist but if she really only does and we find out she finds out she only has three days and if she's still there after three days then you still have the therapist right exactly great wonderful <laughs> we've made a plan Exactly. Oh, I forgot to mention in the place where it was, it's part of my trivia, so I could wait till the end, but I'm not gonna because it's kind of important. Did you see that Octavia Spencer, an Oscar award winning actress, was just like in the background in the uh, bank? Uh, she didn't no. have any lines. She didn't say anything. She just like stood there and watched the action happening when they were taking the old lady out. No. But Octavia fucking Spencer wow. was in this movie. That's interesting. I mean, it yeah. was before she you know was octavia fucking spencer but yeah, yeah. wow that's cool though the look fun little trivia fact yeah but there are a lot of so when they go to the fortune teller and the fortune teller is basically holding her hands and trying to figure stuff out there's this jump scare everything kind of starts moving getting creepy there are chimes going around there you know and then the woman's mm-hmm. face just like pops out in flames and the fortune tellers building up with all these spooky stuffs and man like it so a lot of this these jump scares got me i will say and like you kind of know they're coming because of the whole nuance of the movie but the way sam raimi does them mm-hmm. yes are they cheap jump scares but it's not like La Llorona cheap jump scares right? because you know that they're coming but they're different every time like you know that there's a demon and an old woman and all these things but because she's cursed like you don't exactly know what's gonna pop up right exactly Which is you could have the devil coming you have the or yeah the lamia is 
the name for this creature. And it could be a variation of the old woman's face, which it is sometimes, which is also mm-hmm. creepy. And so it's just kind of fun. Like, you never know what's going to pop out at you, which is terrible. <laughs> Whereas, like, in some of the other ones, it's like, you know, like, it's going to be the nun coming f- fucking around the corner, you know. In the nun, right, or, exactly. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and also... The fairy, when they, he's like, I'm, I'm not going to fucking help. I can't help you. Like, bye. You can have your money back. And at that point, you know, you're fucked. Right. When a fortune the teller, psychic doesn't want to help yeah, you. Yeah, a fortune teller, a psychic, a medium is like, you got to get the fuck out. I would be like, you oh, cannot bring this shit to me. Oh, no. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd look at my husband or you and be like, uh, can you call a priest or something? <laughs> right. Exactly. I'd just be like, okay, can I call you and ask you what to do? I, I realize I need to get my energy the fuck on out of here, but can I email you or something? <laughs> like, can you please? <laughs> right. Exactly. And this spirit moves fast. Like, I realize that later you have three days, but the first night it's doing the whole pots and pans gig and beats the shoot out of her. Yeah, it doesn't go slowly. No. And it, like, physically assaults her. Not, like, sexually, mm-hmm. but, like, throws her across a fucking room. Smacks the shoot out of her. Yeah. And then that night, like, her boyfriend comes home and it's like, what happened to you? And she's like, eh. I just I just fell or something and it's like, like she's like somebody was here hell no I'd be like uh nobody was actually here but it goes through me across the fucking room and if you don't believe me goodbye I will call someone who does <laughs> exactly and then that night there's this fly that keeps following her around which we all know what that means and I mean I was like if you kill the fly like, if you were to kill it with a fly swatter, does that help? But nah, she just swallows it. And now she's having, like, the worst nightmares of that bat- bitch puking bugs up on her and stuff. That was the other yeah. one I saw. I saw that one. And then the scene of her in- at the train station. Yeah. And it's not the first time she gets thrown <laughs> things thrown up on her own face. It's disgusting. Well, yeah. There's a thing coming up that's real bad. Yeah. So this, like, she goes to work the next day and Stu, she's having to train the guy that might get the position over her. How yeah, which is fucking, oh, it's so dumb. Yeah. Men. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, like, she goes to work and he's like, you have to train me on this. And she's like, I don't want to fucking do it right now, Stu. And he's like, fine, I'll just go tell the boss that you are not. Yeah, he's me. such a fucking tattletale asshole god yeah i hate him me too we hate Stu. <laughs> we hate Stu. and the co-worker is like haha lit <laughs> and because <laughs> here's why because she starts spitting up blood and her boss is like oh my god did it get in my mouth min, min, min. it's coming out her fucking nose it is so it's so Sam Raimi. It's something you would see in Evil Dead. Yeah, and she just starts spewing it everywhere and all over her boss. And, like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm great, but, like, if that happened to one of my employees, I would be, like, calling 911. Uh-huh. Like, exactly. Like, ask them if they're okay. Like, what? You're a fucking asshole. Like, she doesn't... She doesn't yeah, like... it's not a little nosebleed. Like, it's a lot. She's projectile vomiting straight up blood. Yeah. God. And, like, I know it got on you, and that's, like, scary, but, like, nobody gives a shit about her at all. And no. then her co-worker's like, hey. Yeah, and then steals her fucking shit off of her desk. What an asshole. The thing that, like, is putting her in the running for assistant manager is that she has this big account that she's trying to sell, and he fucking steals it. Mm. I hate him. We hate Stu. 
<laughs> oh, God. And so she goes to the gypsy woman's house, like the gypsy woman said she would. And her granddaughter's like, sure, come on in. And oof, she did. <laughs> there's like yeah. this big party and you're like, oh, there's a shit ton of people that could have been paying her mortgage. And Exactly. <laughs> I bet they are now. I bet they're not going to lose the house. Will they? A bunch of people will probably move in. Cousins, uncles, yeah. assholes. And then there's a coffin that she runs into and the body pops up and she knocks it over and it just starts leaking all throwing over. things up on her face again this poor woman <laughs> so she goes back to the fortune teller says like oh well the lady's dead and i'm cursed still and the guy tells her that she's dealing with the lamia and he's like well so it's gonna want you and it wants to drag you to hell and it will um, but you may be able to, like, sacrifice a chicken or something for it. And she's like, I'm a vegetarian. I won't sacrifice shit. I volunteer. And I was like, look, I, as a vegan, if someone was like, I'm sorry, this is, this, I, I don't mean for this to piss people off or whatever. But if somebody was like, something is going to drag you to physically drag you to hell and feast on your soul for eternity or you sacrifice a chicken, I'd be like, bring me a chicken that chicken <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> like oh every exactly eat meat every single day i will sacrifice yeah. one chicken if, Agreed. if that saves my soul for like to being dragged to hell for eternity i will return to being vegan the next day not that i'm gonna even eat it but i'm just saying like i will make it quick and i will sob over this chicken but instead of going to get a chicken she fucking yeah. kills her own kitten because it spooks her then fucking leave the house and go buy a fucking chicken and sacrifice that you don't go and find your cat what the fuck that's what i was so like you you can not kill something you have an emotional attachment to like i have emotional attachment to like every animal i see but like less a chicken but like a real one like that dog. lives in your house yeah yeah and hangs out with you are you fucking kidding me i would leave and go to i don't know a pet store and be like can you order me a chicken like that's where i would go i wouldn't kill my animal that's in front of me you can go to a fucking feed store and get chickens like exactly not again they're everywhere bitch i wouldn't be like, happy about research. this but like you know again if it comes down to my soul being drugged to hell by a demon which is my greatest fear <laughs> and a chicken I'm sorry, the chicken's getting it. I don't know what you know. Like that chicken is going down. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I will feel bad about that, and it will traumatize me for the rest of my life. But I won't be in hell being tortured by demons for eternity. Exactly, and the worst part is it doesn't even fucking work. She kill she killed that poor little kitten for no reason. And also, it, this is like literally, it is torturing her earth side by throwing her around and scaring the shit out of her imagine what it's going to be like in its own house in hell where it's even yeah. scarier and hot yeah no. just oh my god <laughs> i don't really like the characters in this movie i will say that and all justin long's okay when he pops up yeah yeah <laughs> the she does this to the kitten later like i skipped ahead but oh yeah she goes home and the lamia comes back for her and like you see it's shadow moving around it is creepy because they don't make it like stupid looking at first and they, um, 
it's creepy and moving around and stuff. And she runs away from it and runs upstairs and locks it out. And I'm like, you really thought a demon that came up from hell just to get you, you're going to lock out. Uh, right. You, I, I get maybe you're trying to do anything to make yourself feel better at this point, but you're going to, you really don't lock out a demon. Right. She watches its fucking shadow creeping up the steps. I'm sure it'll just walk over to your door and open it. It's like, oh man, she locked the door. Yeah. And that's the spooky scene. That's it. That's all she, she hears it and she sees the shadow and nothing else really happens. Um, but she gets hell. so spooked out that she goes and kills her fucking cat right after that. Well, actually, she... Oh, is there something yeah, there more that I forgot? More. Yeah. So oh, okay, she tries good. to call her boyfriend, and the phone powers down immediately, and then it shows the old lady's face, so she throws her phone. And then that thing fucking throws her around the room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, I forgot about that part. And then, But still, that's not so yeah, bad. And then, she, and then she kills her kitten. Walk out of the house. There are other animals in this world. Correct. Go get a fucking pigeon from outside. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I I could see how maybe she thought it would want something of like of emotional attachment so that it would mean more. But also typically, if you're thinking about demons, they want things like goats and chickens. If you're going just off of lore. Right. Which is what they do. Like the medium tells you a chicken. Later on, they use a goat. Just go with that stuff. Yeah. Like, again, it's unfortunate. But also, it's not your kitten. Like a literal baby kitten. If, yeah, like even if you survive, are you going to deal with that shit forever? Are you going to be like, yeah. Saying, you literally have to live with the fact that you buried a kitten on your property that you loved and cared for. Yeah, of which her boyfriend even brings it up. She, she goes to visit his family at one point and they have a cat. And she's like, oh, I used to love my cat. And he's like, used to? What the fuck? She's like, oh, you know, cats come and they go. And he's like, I guess. I'm like, what? No. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so she killed her cat and then she goes to the psychic again and she's like, well, I do have someone that can help you, but it's $10,000 cash. And she's like, okay, because she was in the shit and she goes to like find things to sell. And then there's uh really like, it's just like this light music montage of her looking for stuff to sell. And then she's in the shed and then the woman is all of a sudden there. And it's kind of a, a good jump scare. I got me. And she's throwing up on her again. Yeah. We keep doing that. God. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Right. But so she doesn't have enough and her boyfriend comes home and she f also finds out that this doesn't work by the way because she goes to her boyfriend's family's house she thinks that all of this is all done because she killed the kitten and she goes over there by her very judgmental rich ass boyfriend's parents and yeah. she starts hearing it again so yeah and also fuck them like also there is a point them. her mom isn't in her life at all and like they don't talk because they they struggle with that and this fucking Justin Long's mom goes, um, what she say? Your mother must be proud of you. Bitch, that is none of your fucking business. Fuck off. After she's like, my and dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And then she's like, yeah, my mom's an alcoholic. And she's like, oh, well, at least you're honest. And it's like, God. And then like, God. and she, it, in one of the very beginning scenes, she's like, are you dating that bank teller like you need to start dating someone who's gonna do things for you in society and it's like ugh. 
Yeah, she's like, and so-and-so is a lawyer now. Oh, my God, bitch. I hate you. Yep. Same. And so they're like, that girl is sick. You don't need to be with her when she starts freaking out. And even if it didn't have anything to do with a demon, I would just be like, she was literally attacked at work and someone got into her car. She right. like, days ago. She's having flashbacks. You can fuck off. Oh right. Well, she's such a bitch from the beginning. Like they sit down. Th- this poor girl brings an amazing cake for you. And she's just like, ew. And then uh, she goes, oh, it must be hard working in a bank. All those numbers. Like she's being such a fucking bitch to her. And I love that our girl gets to be like, yeah, I'm actually not a teller. I actually do loans. And she gets to like go all out and tell this amazing stuff about this company that she's trying to swipe and stuff. I like that part. Yeah, me too. So now we're back to she did not get all the money. She went to the pawn shop. And of course, they only gave her like $3,000. I'd sell my body like out all night. <laughs> yeah. Let's get this taken care of. Exactly. God. No shame. Sell man. your car. Something. Uh-huh. And so she is eating ice cream at home, crying into it. And her boyfriend comes home and he's like, I will give you $10,000 for this. Which, I mean, at this point, he is at the point where he's like, if this will help you, we will do it. So he does come around to like, I don't really care if I don't believe it. You need this. So at least there's that. And so she goes to the medium, which is the medium that we met at the very beginning scene with with the little boy that she lost. She says, you know, she's going to redeem herself this time. I have a question real quick. Okay, I'm ready. They go and they are going to, of course, try to summon the Lamia. And the whole point is to they go get around this table and they have this plan that she's going to summon the Lamia willingly into her body. And so it will talk through her and, you know be just kind of a dick and (laughs) he's like when the lamia is in me you need to put its hand on this goat that they bring in and then its spirit will transfer into the goat and then you kill the goat and then we're done kill the fuck out of that goat yeah (laughs) so they do all these seancey things and say all this stuff and you know i have a question though you know how like Uh in movies they play with ouija boards and do all these seancey things if you were filming a a movie and they started doing seancey shit would you not be worried that you would like accidentally do some stuff though me are we talking about me or regular people because hells yeah i would not be on that fucking set no well like ever you know there are all these ouija board movies and you actually have to like get out a ouija board and do stuff like what if you summoned something because you were on a movie set <clears throat> no even if i'm just the i bringing you your dip and broccoli whatever the fuck you want even if i'm just that person the craft craft service service, person yeah i'm out i'm out no i'd be like what's the title of this movie again ouija something okay bye (laughs) i ain't doing it (laughs) they're like no no it's a comedy and you're like do you have a ouija board on set well yeah Yeah, of course we're gonna use it you're you're gonna use it right yeah we're totally gonna use it no absolutely i'm I'm gone i refuse (laughs) (laughs) fucking evil dead yeah we're gonna play a recording about a possessed book and it's gonna possess everybody oh i'm not gonna be here bye yeah exactly or like onset of the exorcist or whatever or like yeah possession movie Mm -mm. hell no Mm -mm. especially because those things always seem to take out like oh yeah our editor was driving to work one day and he was decapitated by a falling sign from the highway like that <laughs> the, yeah, it's the not usually your main people <laughs> yeah no, it's it's not your director your lead actor it's like the craft services person and i'm good 
I'm good. I don't need that. They're like, we don't want to take out somebody huge because we don't, we don't want to make <laughs> national headlines, but we want it to be in like the Shutter documentary like 30 years later. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. See, I was watching the seance and everything they were doing and holding hands and lighting candles and saying stuff in other languages. And I was like, but what if you said the right combination of things on accident and then you had a ghost? Or a demon. Egg. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. That was all. That was my question. <laughs> what would you do? I'm sure you'd probably be fine with it because you don't care about Ouija boards and stuff at least. I don't play with them. <laughs> that's true. I, I just own them. One. Yes, that's true. That's true. Well, I have two now because my mom bought, brought me the one that I had when I was 17 that I didn't know she still had. So now I have two. But that one I got at Spencer's <laughs> Gifts and it glows in the dark. So I know it's not like really old like my other one, but it's still a Ouija board. Yeah. So they do this. I mean, I would probably still, I don't think I would, I think I would do a fake seance, but not a Ouija board. Because I think seances, you do have to say very particular things, you know? Mm-hmm. But Ouija boards, you can just move the planchet and it's like, hello, you know? Right, exactly. You want to talk to me? Okay. Nope, nope, I do not. <laughs> you stay. Thank you. Anyways. So, also, I forgot to mention there's like a shot of the lady's eyeballs popping out of her head at some point when she gets smashed in the shed. I totally forgot to mention this. Those are some of the CGI things I don't like, but they are very Sam Raimi. Uh He's maintained some of the same campiness since the 80s. Yes. Yes, very Sam Raimi. Which some people like, and I am just like a snob, I guess. So whatever, but... That's how I feel. Like I know we're not grading yet, but that's kind of how I feel, that this is kind of like The Evil Deads, where I don't have the nostalgia for it, and it wasn't made for me. It's not my type of movie. Yeah, and like it's 2009 so it was like there's not a ton in this you know i didn't watch it when right it came out. even in 2009 i would have been like that was kind of a lame shot but like i can get over it because i did yeah like maybe our kids will have that nostalgia from people our our age yeah sharing it with them yeah. but yeah <laughs> and also with the goat thing the lamia does start talking about how he's going to like feast on her soul and like there's nothing she can do and she's like what can i do blah 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 and so the medium's little helper, like the, she does get the hand onto the goat and Lamy is like, you tricked me. And the helper goes to kill the goat. He fucks it. The, the goat thing got away from them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Like quickly. You've never done this before. I feel like you guys should have that shit down. Yeah. He doesn't fuck. He doesn't kill the goat. I was going to say fuck the goat, but I meant fuck off the goat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But he doesn't do either Different of those things. things. <laughs> he does not do either of those things. Uh, and the Lamy is like, ha, 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 And he goes into that guy's spirit. And now he's, like, floating. And I will say, like, when the when he gets possessed by the Lamia and the medium, too, that stuff is kind of creepy. Because I feel like it's pretty easy to make someone look possessed and make them look creepy. Because you just give them the blackout scleral contact lenses. And they look yeah. creepy. But also, that is that is so from Evil Dead 2. Almost that same shot is from Evil Dead 2. Just a different guy, obviously. Yeah, well, you know, when you when you have your greats and your hits. Right. It's still spooky, and that's cool. I just yeah, noticed. It was spooky. And so he starts, you know, fucking shit up and talking, and now they have to get it back into the medium. And, and it, you know, the medium does end up banishing the Lamia from the house, and 
And then Christine's like, wow, that was so great. I feel so much better. And But the medium died. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, that sucks. But, you know, I'm just glad she did it. And the psychic is like, or the, yeah, he's a psychic, I guess. Yeah. Psychic is like, I mean, I'm glad you feel better. But, like, we didn't <laughs> actually do what we needed to do. You're still going to get drugged to hell. She's like, what? <laughs> I just paid $10,000, saw a devil, and that lady died for what? <laughs> for nothing. Yeah, for nothing, literally. For nothing. So he tells her, the only thing that you have left to do is you have to gift this button to someone. And she's like, you didn't tell me that for what? <laughs> like, well, do you really want to be responsible for someone's soul being tortured? And she's like, that's fair. And then, yes, I, like I would go to a prison and hand that shit off. Give it to a child molester. Yes. Because like, people, especially like people in like, pr- like really like violent criminal stuff, he's like, there's the button. I stuck it in my coochie. Here you go. Exactly my <laughs> point. Exactly. You could just fucking leave it with somebody and just move on. You're like, do you accept this gift from me? You can do whatever you want to it. It was my button. And they'll be like, fuck yeah, yes. female button. You can sell some weird shit on the internet. I'm just saying. But, right, you know, so she's like, fuck. And I was like, give the button to Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what she tries to do. Good job. Yeah. You thought of it ahead of time. And then I literally said, I was like, yep, that's what I thought. So she goes to the <laughs> diner at night and she's like looking around and she's like, there's this really old guy that's close to death anyways. And I was like, yeah, he's close to death, but that doesn't mean he deserves to be tortured forever. Yeah, he's made it this far, probably having a good life. God damn. Like, I understand that you don't want to give it to somebody young and cut their life short, but that doesn't mean this elderly person deserves to suffer for eternity. God. Exactly. Christine. <laughs> Anyways, she calls Stu and she's like, you need to be here right now or I'm going to tell the boss, blah, blah, blah. She basically makes up a blackmail story about how she stole the file how he stole the file off her desk, even though she didn't actually know that that happened, I think. But it turns out he actually did. She found out, like, after she thought she was all hunky-dory that her boss called and said, oh, yeah, he came and tried to pin the whole thing on you. And then we fired him. <laughs> She's like, well, there you go. Sucks to suck. What a slime ball. Yeah, exactly. And then she ends up not being able to give it to Stu. And then... She calls him and she's like, I can't do it. And she's like, can I give it back to her even though she's dead? And the guy's like, yeah, technically you can. So she goes, she's stupid. She is not the brightest main character in my opinion. No. So she goes to the gypsy woman's grave, digs it up in the pouring rain, doesn't give herself away. Like, how are you going to get out of a six foot grave with mud pouring down? You didn't think about that? You didn't think about that, first of all. Right. So the button is in an envelope. Why she never took it out of the envelope, I'm not sure. That bothered me before I even really knew what happened in the end. Right. I would want to see the button go down that bitch's throat for one. Totally fucking agree. Which I know it's because they needed the plot ending twist, but I was like, that's stupid. That's the dumbest plot hole ever. Like, So she goes down there and she's like, I give this back to you bitch and she like opens her mouth and shoves it in there but then she's crawling out of the grave and you know there's all this water and the bitch floats back up and my first thought was like well I thought the button wasn't going to stay in her mouth because of all the water so I thought that might have been the problem and then this like, mm-hmm. gigantic cross falls down and bombs her in the head on her she's fucking lucky she didn't drown oh uh, yeah god she's so st- 
dude, this is a stupid scene. I was like, you, there no, you don't have a ladder, or right? God. And so, but she gets out, and the next day she's like, "Wow, I conquered this." <laughs> <laughs> and so her and her boyfriend are going to go off to this little lake house and he's going to propose and she got the call that she got the assistant manager position and she buys a new coat because the other one lost a button and also triggered and <laughs> so she goes to him and she's like look do you like my new coat and he's like oh I mean yeah but like I found this in the floorboard and we could have sewed it back onto your other one and it's the button it's the button it's the button dun, dun, dun. <laughs> And he's like, well, yeah. So in the beginning, she gave him a coin because he's a collector. And he also had it in an envelope. And she switched the envelopes. And that's why it, it's an irritating ending to me. Because all she had to do was take the fucking thing out of the envelope. You know? Yeah, exactly. And this would have been avoided. Correct. And then she's like, no. And then, you know, she falls onto the platform and gets drugged to hell as he's standing there crying, watching her, and then realizing all of this was true. Yep. Well, that's the end. She doesn't get away. The girl does not win. Out of everything you just went through for nothing. Literally. This girl gets tortured this whole time and gets drugged to hell because she wanted to be a manager. Note nope. that, Amanda. <laughs> Too late, bitch. Being an office manager. <laughs> I'm assuming somebody's going to damn me to hell. I'm just hoping they don't actually have the authority with the devil to do that. Right. I'm going to be like, same. no, you can't pay for your glasses in advance because we have to pay for your glasses in advance. And then you're actually <laughs> not going to pay for your glasses. And so then we're just going to eat it. And they're going to be like, fuck you. You're going to hell. I'm going to be like, I'm already there. Thank you. <laughs> I'm already there. Every single day I'm there. Thank you. All right, some trivia. I just got some. Bruce Campbell always or usually appears in Sam Raimi's films. Actually, he's appeared in all of them, but this one. And he wasn't able to appear in this film because he was doing Burn Notice, a TV series at the same time. I never watched that, but I used to watch a lot of Law & Order SVU marathons on USA, and I always saw the commercials for Burn For Burn Notice. Yeah. Yeah. That is the same car from Evil Dead. It is a yellow Delta 88, and the license plates, plate reads 99951, which if you flip it upside down, it reads is 666. Oh my god, I wonder if Colorado already has that plate. <laughs> I have to pay for it. Yep, you would. Lamia is actually the term that they use for the demon that they use in this is actually a Greek mythological creature. She is a boogeyman or a boogie woman that is used to get kids to go to sleep on time. She. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Maybe she'll appear in a happy hour one day. <laughs> oh, we should do a happy hour of all the fucked up things that kids tell their parents and use monsters to do. <gasps> Write that down. <laughs> Right, that <laughs> remember when we lost it around Christmas when we got drunk because of all the shit that they were telling their kids? We could do a whole happy hour about it. Anyways, three out of five. Yeah, I was. I feel for you guys. I appreciate the movie. I like that it was different. I hate that the woman doesn't like that. Like that's kind of screwed up that she she's not allowed to in everything. In everything. She's not allowed to have... She doesn't want a crazy career. She doesn't want to own the bank. She just wants to be the assistant manager. That's ridiculous. Let the poor girl be the assistant manager. 
But yeah, honestly, three out of five, it's not my type of movie. I don't seem to like Sam Raimi very much, but I do respect that a lot of other people really do love this. And I understand why, because it's so different. You know what we did like that Sam Raimi did was Crawl. That is true. Did he do it, do it, or did he just produce? I think he was just a producer, but it was actually not like crazy like it was obviously outlandish yeah but i think it was because it was a more like not supernatural thriller mm-hmm. so it wasn't super campy but i just yeah. the reason i get gave it a three not a two if you want to be per- if if you really want to hear why i didn't give it a two some of the scares actually got me so i would say i it actually when i was like sitting in bed at like 10 30 at night watching it I actually found myself like high anxieties quite a bit through this movie because I didn't know where the jump scares were going to be. And I didn't know what was going to jump out at me. And it actually gave me some significant or I will say mm, substantial creeps. So I gave, I will definitely give it a nod for that, but I will, you know, as far as, just the storyline goes, it's pretty in line with a lot of other like, demonish movies and mm-hmm. i i just meh 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 and i didn't like any of the characters like that didn't help i wasn't even rooting for this girl sadly yeah i was just rooting for her whole like i don't know she i, I just th- yeah i mean you know i just i don't really understand maybe if i read a little bit about why people like it so much that might help again this is just a first viewing you know, this mm-hmm. is not something I will put on around spooky season or, you know, it's not something I would never watch again by any means, but it's not something that I will like go to reach for. And it, I would, it's not going to go in your repertoire or anything. You no, know, like if I saw the, like a used Blu-ray for like five to like 10 bucks, I'd probably add it to my collection, but I wouldn't buy it new for like 20, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. that's pretty much where I stand on it. It was fine. I didn't hate it, but it's definitely not significant to me so yeah well thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us and you know spooky season is upon us as you know it's spooky yeah so as you guys know by now and from last year and since this is not the first one we've done for halloween (laughs) we're gonna keep going so hang in there we got some more coming at you and you of course you can keep up with everything that we're doing over on our social medias facebook and instagram is at the extra sisters podcast twitter is at the extra sisters and if you would like to see what's going on on patreon you can head over patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast we appreciate all our patrons over there we love you guys very much thank you and like Amanda said, we're going to be with you the rest of this week. You already had a few episodes from us. So tomorrow, continuing Halloween, we have There Goes the Neighborhood. Until then, stay creepy. Stay creepy.